Hey everyone, John here. Welcome to the Abiding Podcast. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. We have the gift and the privilege, really, of having Pastor Dan Lamus join us in this conversation on abiding. As a church, as Lighthouse Church, we have been engaging in this conversation and unpacking the invitation from Jesus to come and follow him or come be his apprentice. But to do that, we need to understand this concept of abiding as Jesus described it in the Bible. So we have put this together as a, as a weekly conversation, just a few minutes, but, what, but discussing, the converse, or discussing the topic of abiding or living a life deeply connected to Jesus, which really fuels this entire life of following Jesus. So today we have, as I said, Pastor Dan Lamus joining us in this conversation and unpacking this invitation to follow Jesus. Check this out. Hello, my friends at Lighthouse Church. Uh, it's so fun to come here today to the Lighthouse Church family. Thanks, Pastor John, for asking me to come and share with you today. I'm excited about this, and uh, what, what an honor to be able to come and share a little bit about this whole idea of abiding in Jesus. You know, I love this whole uh, theme and, you know, Pastor John read to us last episode out of John chapter 15 about Jesus saying, you know, he's talking about himself being uh, like, like a vine, you know, in a vineyard, you know, like I am the vine and you, my disciples, are the branches. You can find it there in John chapter 15. And he says, if you abide in me, you're going to bear much fruit. And, you know, if you and I were to walk through a vineyard today, and we were to walk past one of the vines, and on one of the vines there was a branch or two that was growing a lot of fruit, it's unlikely that we would stop and that I would walk up to that, to that vine and, and point at the clusters of grapes and say, oh my soul, you guys, isn't it amazing that this branch off of this grapevine is growing grapes? You might wonder, what is the matter with you? Of course, that branch is growing grapes. It's connected to a vine. It's supposed to grow grapes. And I think there's a, there's a truth there that is just so real, that, that bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control, bearing that fruit happens when we are connected with Jesus in a continuous relationship. We're not doing anything extra special. We're actually just producing the results in our life that we should when we're connected with Jesus. So you know, I love this idea that the most natural way for you and I to live at our best with God is by remaining vitally connected with Jesus. And Pastor John's been teaching us about some great ways to do that, and I'm happy to jump in and just share with you a little bit. Uh, something I would love to do today is, is I would love for God to bless you as I share just a few thoughts from the scriptures. Uh, and so I'm asking him to do that, that he would make this a blessing in your life today. A couple of ideas. There's actually three quick things that I have learned I need to do in order to really abide in Jesus, you know, and to have this joy of actually almost effortly, effortlessly bearing the fruit of the Spirit, just like a branch would bear 
grapes effortlessly if it stays connected to the vine. How does this work? Let me share the first verse of scripture with you. This is actually something that's a favorite of, of, of Pastor John's. He's been taking it to Psalm 23 quite a bit late, lately. Psalm 23, verse 3 says, He restores my soul. You know, what does God do for us? One of the things he does is he restores my soul. And, and I want to just say to you, how, how does God want to bless you through this? Here it is. God wants you to know that he restores your soul because you belong to him. And because he has created you for his reasons. I've had to learn this in my life. God restores my life because I already belong to him. And because he's created me for his reasons. I show his glory uniquely. And so here's the thing. He restores me as a gift. His restoration of me is a gift so that I can display his goodness. And so it's not, I don't work to display his goodness and then he restores my soul. I need to remember that he restores my soul first. And because he restores my soul, I can shine with his glory in the unique way that he wants me to. So what's the first thing? The first thing is this. I need to intentionally receive God's goodness as a gift. I can't earn it. So here in the middle of your week, I want to just say to you, one of the blessings of abiding in Jesus, and in order to abide in Jesus, I need to intentionally stop occasionally, maybe even today you need to do this, and say, God, regardless of my performance, regardless of anything else, I know you've made me for your reasons. And so I right now just take this moment to receive your goodness, not because I'm trying to earn it, but because I have to have it in order to shine with the glory you've designed for me. So intentionally receive God's goodness as a gift. You can't earn it. So I've had to learn, folks, to not try to earn the goodness and the restoration of God. It has to be the other way around. I need him to restore me first, and it's his honor, not his honor, it's his joy. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. It's his joy and his pleasure to give me his goodness as a gift and restore my soul. So what's the next thing I've had to learn over the actually many decades that I've known Jesus? What have, what have I learned? Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 to 16 let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And I know the Lighthouse Family Church loves to worship. And so this is where Paul's talking about this, you know, do all those things admonish one another through the psalms, the hymns, the songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. But I want you to catch something real quickly here. What have I learned over the decades of serving Jesus? Here it is. I need to let the blessing of Jesus and his word dwell in me. I need to let it happen. So let me just say to you, how are you doing with that? In these verses from Colossians, Paul says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. And he says, in verse 16, let the message of Christ dwell among you. How are you doing with that? Are you trying to force the word of God to work in your life? Are you trying to force the peace of Christ to happen in you? Let me just encourage you to stop, take a breath, and let 
the blessing of Jesus and his word dwell with you. This took me a lot of years to learn this, folks. But when I stop and, and actually take the position of allowing the goodness of Jesus, the blessing of Jesus, the blessing of his word work in my heart instead of trying to make that happen, then I begin to sense his goodness. So the first is intentionally receive his goodness as a gift. You can't earn it. Then the second is this. When you're thinking about the peace of Christ and the message, the word of Christ, let, let it work its way. Let it realize that it's God's joy to let his presence and his word work on your life. And then real quickly, my last point is this. I'm aiming at 10 minutes. It might take me a couple more than 10. Hope that's okay. The last one is this. The, the third one is this. Allow God to persuade your heart of the truth about who you are. Let me just real, read real quickly. Psalm 8. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You've set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you've established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you've set in place. And here's the question, everybody. What is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. What a great question. Like, who are we, God, as humans that you would actually pay attention to us? And here's what he says. You have made them. Who? You have made humans. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You have made them rulers over the works of your hands and you've put everything under their feet. All flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea and all that swim in the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And so number three is this. What have I had to learn? I have had to learn to allow God to persuade my heart of the truth about who I am. So I want to encourage you here in the middle of, the, of your week, take to heart what Psalm 8 says, that no matter how you feel about yourself on this day, the way God looks at you and feels about you as a human being is that he has designed you for a unique way of displaying his splendor. What's that look like? Well, the scripture says that he made you, he made you a little lower than the angels and he crowned you with glory and honor. I don't know what you're doing if you're in the middle of your workday, if you're, if you're in the middle of taking care of your house, taking care of your family. I don't know uh, where you might be finding yourself feeling good or feeling not so great about yourself, but I want to encourage you. God sees you as a little lower than the angels. He sees you crowned with glory and honor. He has actually made you to rule over the works of your hands, of God's hands, and to put everything under your feet you know, you are, you are created with honor and glory. So I want to encourage you today, allow God a few moments to come and to persuade your heart of the truth about who you are. So there's just three quick things. My time is way past up. And so let me just say this to you. As I abide in Jesus, I've learned these three things. I need to intentionally receive his goodness as a gift. I can't earn it. I need to let the blessing of Jesus and his word dwell with me. Then the last is this. I need to allow God to persuade my heart of the truth about who I am.
And I love that last one because you notice I didn't say I need to allow God to convince my heart of the truth about who you are, who I am. It's not a debate. God doesn't want to come and debate with me. God wants to romance me. God wants to win my heart. And if I give him a chance, he does it every time. So I want to encourage you today, friends, at Lighthouse Church, let's allow God to come and persuade us of the truth in our hearts about who we are. That's good. Bless you guys. Appreciate you so much. Stay on the journey. Hope to see you soon. You are a blessing wherever you go today. Don't forget that and take care.